0: Hi everyone, my name is Mira Unit and today as per the announcement that uh, you know we made uh, earlier uh, last week or later last week uh, today I have a live session, live discussion with Will Kamenada uh, and uh, we're gonna discuss the phenomena of soul and dimensions of consciousness. So I will let Will join the discussion um, in a few seconds here. But um, I know that soul is something that everybody has been contemplating and has been asking, does it really exist? What is that? And, um, you know, there are so many uh, discussions around it in a spiritual community. But I guess it's hard to give the definition of the soul. You can only feel it. Um, oh, it looks like Will has joined and uh, I love hearing, you know, different insights and perspectives regarding uh, and, uh, you know, what it is and how everybody sees it. So uh, I'm excited to discuss that with Will. Hello. Hi, Will. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing very well. It's been a great morning here in Canada. <laughs> Nice. Where are you located?
1: I'm in Sao Paulo, in, in Brazil, so South America, we're going into winter, so it's the opposite of you. Okay. Today is a little chilly, actually.
0: Yeah, is it? Is how a, chilly? We, I don't think it is as chilly as it can get in Canada.
1: No, not at all. It's like maybe 15 Celsius. Yeah. I don't know how how much it is in, in Fahrenheit, but it's not it's not so cold.
0: That's good. So you always lived in Brazil or you were born, because your English is like, you talk as if it's your first language.
1: (laughs) Oh, thank you. Um, I lived here for most of my life, but I lived in England for about seven years on and off. Mm -hmm. Um, So I experienced the great weather (laughs) in England. All the rain Mm -hmm. and all the fog. (laughs) Yes, yes. And, And I lived in America too for a while. And I lived in Thailand and in Germany for a little bit. So I lived in different places.
0: That's awesome. You know, I find in spiritual communities, there are mostly people who are not attached to one particular place. They usually, you know, like have been to and lived in a few places because I think once we change the environment, it just forces us to grow and, uh, you know, uncover so many things about ourselves. Same
1: thing with me. I
0: moved to Canada from Ukraine about 10 years ago so using a different me- language you know living in a new environment it forces your mind to reprogram a bit right <laughs> so yes
1: yes nice yeah. yes absolutely
0: well thank you so much will for joining the live uh discussion today uh and uh you know the topic that i chose for today's discussion is the phenomena of soul how you see it and then after that, we will discuss different dimensions of consciousness. Again, we don't need to define soul in the context of dimensions of consciousness. It's just, um, you know, there are so many people that are contemplating on what soul is and how to find it. How It's like, like you are looking for something that really cannot be found. It can be felt only.
2: <laughs> yes, so, yes.
0: Um, Yeah, and I I love hearing people's perspectives, but I guess at the beginning, um, as a, uh, you know, tradition, I'd like to learn more about um, your, uh, you know, activity, what you do today and how it all started for you about your spiritual awakening journey. If you could put it into a, you know, a brief um, uh, five minutes, you know, how how would you uh, uh, describe what you're doing today and what inspired you to do that?
1: Sure, I can do that. I'll try my best. Um, So today I'm a spiritual guide, Um, mainly work with meditation and breath work. Um, I also have a podcast. Um, I do guided meditations. I do breath work sessions. Um, I'm also a singer-songwriter, and I'm also an author. Um, And so I think what got me here today, I would attribute... To art, to my passion for art, because ever since I was little, I had this yearning to be an artist, um, and so I just let that that dream and that uh, idea of becoming a singer or an actor or songwriter to push me and initially that 's what led me to uh, living in England and you know going after my my dreams. Um, But um, I guess I was always um, inclined to the spiritual world. And um, I say that the spiritual awakening is a journey, Um, even though I understand that we sometimes attribute to one specific event or one specific year. And we say, oh, I had my awakening in 2011 when XY happened. for me, I think it actually what what was the what the catalyst was was when I was eight years old, and my dad made the transition from this physical realm into the spiritual realm literally overnight, mm-hmm. and obviously that was a a trauma in my in my childhood. But I I just remember questioning like what happened, like where do people go, where is he, you know, is there an afterlife, what happens, and so those really deep questions for an eight year old. <laughs> and I guess because I was asking those questions um, I was able to uh, communicate with my dad via dreams. And then when I started like meditating consistently like on a, like, on a daily basis, um, I just became more in touch with that, with that ROM, with the spiritual ROM. And mm-hmm. so I would say that one of the first signs of the spiritual awakening is that, that questioning, Yeah. you know, you start questioning, like, what's going on? You know, why am I here? Um, and sometimes it doesn't even have to be like those deep questions. It can just be like, do I still want to live where I where I'm living? Do I still want to keep the job that I have? And I think that, you know, over the last, 14 15 months There has been a massive global awakening because I think a lot of people started questioning a lot of things
0: Yes, um,
1: so in a nutshell, that's that's it
0: <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. You know, it's very similar to me because uh, my mom also transitioned into um, another uh, you know uh, state of being when I was six um, and um You know, for me, it was also, I felt like I didn't really, I've never been a child. I always were, you know, asking these existential questions and started writing poetry about life and what it is and why we're here for. Everybody was like, Mira, you are only like eight or ten years old and you're writing poetry like about life, about existential topics. So I also question that I think kids who are exposed to, uh, you know, death in that early years, um, you know, they have that um, inner desire to find out more and, and keep evolving in, in spiritual uh, direction. So yeah. it's, um, it's, uh, thank you for sharing that. So You're I guess, um, uh, you know, we would we will start the discussion here uh, as per the topic regarding soul. Um, you know, I would like to hear your take on it, how you see um, what that is and, you know, how would you say people could get closer into feeling it and understanding it.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to t- touch on what you said about, you know, writing poetry and, and it's, I relate to that too, because when I was a kid, you know, I would express my feelings through art, whether it was writing or music, and you were probably a sensitive kid. Um, and I think that is one of the ways that we get in touch with our soul, is to um to feel your emotions because emotions are you know not tangible they're not physical yeah um so this is something that like you don't even have to believe in spirit or be be spiritual
0: you just know it there
1: like you just know it yeah, yeah. and so you're not you're, blind you're to it you know yes and so I, your emotions. Connect you to your soul,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and most times we we block certain emotions because we're not comfortable. We don't want to feel them. So in a way, that's also a way of blocking your um, your connection with your with your soul.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that if I were to find like a definition for soul, I would actually make the connection with consciousness. Because I think consciousness, the way I see it, is that seed of life. You know, is the creator with a capital C, is the source of life that created me, you, and all there is. Yes. This this planet, all the all the galaxies, and we all share that one consciousness. And so we are consciousness. It it being expressed. So consciousness is being expressed through us
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's actually evolving through us yes and so i would say that the soul is actually one of these manifestations of consciousness
0: mm-hmm. um so it's like a drop in the ocean
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. one of one of the layers which right? fills the
0: ocean but it's it's like a portion of the ocean. And it, there is a free will that basically allows that portion to take its own evolutionary journey.
1: Yeah. 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 I love the analogy of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I love the ocean. Um, it's like we... The analogy of the ocean, the way I see is that, that we are the ocean. Mm-hmm. And we perceive ourselves to be, like you said, the drop of the ocean. But We're actually part of
0: the whole Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um so there is one collective mind as they say right uh and once you learn how your own mind operates and the tricks of your own mind then you can kind of see read (laughs) the mind of other people right because you know how your own mind tricks you Um, Mm -hmm. and that gets you closer to being compassionate and you know, understanding why, you know, certain people are behaving in certain ways. And, you know, even for the worst things that probably your mind would be thinking they've done, you will find the way to truly forgive them. Because some people say, oh, yeah, I forgive him. I left him or I, yeah, I forgave my dad because, you know, he, he's dead, but I still forgive him. He was beating me. He was, it was physical abuse, but I forgive him. You know, it's just um, as if you are convincing yourself to forgive, right? There are so many kids that went through physical abuse, you know, and they mm. are, they can't go through that. They mentally, they are forcing themselves to forgive them, but they, they cannot do that because there is, it's still there, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's different when you, it's an automatic uh, response, national response that you're not triggered at all <laughs> by anything versus yeah. you are forcing yourself to forgive someone Mm -hmm. can you give your take on it how you see that like the forgiveness and uh, being compassionate
1: yeah yeah i think when you start expanding your consciousness and actually living from a place of knowing that we all share that one consciousness and that everyone is consciousness is an expression of consciousness. Everyone and everything. Um, you start seeing people as an extension of yourself, and you start seeing yourself as the universe. Mm-hmm. Like we are all mini universes expressed, manifested into this physical human form, which is very complex because we have these emotions, we have a mind, we have, um, a, we go through experiences in this 3D world and then we accumulate those wounds. And so, most times when we don't uh, live from that perspective of we are one of that one consciousness, uh, we just see, start seeing more and more separation. Yes. Because we are wounded. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think he, the healing journey is so important mm-hmm. and we are the, the the only one responsible for our healing journey. Um, yes, we are not alone in this world and there are different players and different characters here. Um, and at first we might think that these things are happening to me and, you know, that person did this my father did that my ex did that and that's why i'm i'm like this um and like you said sometimes we want to forgive but we can't find that strength or that willingness to that willingness to go yes i forgive you wholeheartedly because we're we're still operating in the division and we we're still operating in a in a victim mentality Mm -hmm. which it has its place i believe but it we shouldn't let let it dictate our behavior and should it let we shouldn't let that lead um the way um so it's really about transcending that phase of things are happening to me to things have are happening for me and for my evolution
0: mhm mhm yeah and, and and definitely it's like as soon as we feel the wound or we feel the pain You know, instead of developing further your defense mechanism in your mind and make it more complex, you know, I think spirituality and understanding that the journey inward is actually something, the only way out, you know, it's really a powerful position. Yeah. In terms of reincarnation and, uh, you know, what happens after death, um, would you uh, share your perspective on that?
1: Hmm. Yes, I, I believe that we, we come, come here and we, we come back many times <laughs> and um, as many times as it's necessary. So you know I was talking about the evolution of consciousness. Um, and I, I personally believe that this is the only way, like there is no other way. It's like we are always evolving, and consciousness is always evolving through us and through everything um i sometimes i think we don't learn what we're supposed to learn here and then that's then we come back to to learn i i think that the human experience is um is just that sort of um temporary phase for us to to evolve just a little more so we're talking about the soul so if the soul is like one layer of the manifestation of consciousness then as human we are that deeper layer of manifestation but we experience the the physical world we experience the 3d level of consciousness which has to do with the duality and separation um and 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 the obstacles like we experience a lot of darkness here so that we can Um, find the light within and that's why we're giving those those challenges Mm -hmm. and so i i do believe it and i think that um sometimes we we also come back to help the in the ascension of the of of the planet Um,
2: yeah
1: yeah and i I, I love the mystery of it too, you know. I love talking about it, but we, we can never know for sure. I mean, maybe when we transition we'll be we'll be more certain of what we're talking about, but I love the mystery of it and I love um just um getting in touch with that other realms too. And um a lot of these things that I believe are based on stuff that I've read or watched, but also on what I feel and like my own communication with my guides and, you know, and, and my spirit guides. So yes, I I also think that um, there, when we're talking about the higher dimensions as well, so we are in the 3D level. So when we go one dimension up, that's the fourth dimension, That that is when time starts to become nonlinear so here in the 3d everything is linear we're talking about the realm of linear space and time so when we move up to the up to the fourth dimension time starts to become just one thing and so Mm -hmm. past and future becomes just one thing and then uh and then we're in the realm of timelines and lifetimes Mm -hmm. right and that's all in that realm and so I also believe that what what we do here, how we are here, how we live our lives right now in this moment also affects those timelines.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Very interesting. So since we started talking about the dimensions, uh, let's, uh, I think before we dive into nine dimensions, you define, you would say the run nine, right?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. So let's, Touch on the difference between dimension and density
1: yeah yes um when we're talking about just dimension we are talking about a plane so and a space so this is the third dimension that's that's where we live but if there is a, a 3d there at least there must be a 1d and a 2d right yes. <laughs> <laughs> at least <laughs> and so um when we're, so when we're talking about dimension, I mentioned it is the space. So like the 2D is actually the the underworld, is the, the what we call the telluric ROM. So that, that space between the very center of the Earth, which is the first dimension. Mm-hmm. It's the iron core crystal of the planet Earth. And the space between that core crystal and the crust of the Earth, which is where we are, that's the second dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third dimension is where the physical and non-physical intersect. Right. So then when we're talking about the higher dimensions, uh, it becomes non-physical, it becomes light dimensions. So it's like mm. the subtle uh, frequencies.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting.
1: And so it's, it's related to density too, because, um, so again, the first dimension is the densest and it's the, the most solid because, um, It is actually the gravity Mm
2: -hmm. it's
1: the gravity in all of the all of the other planets and so the higher you go the the less dense it is so the second dimension is still very dense and here in the third dimension is still dense but not as dense as the lower ones and not as lighter as the upper as the higher ones right um and so when we add the consciousness to it then we're talking about the level of consciousness in each dimension
0: how would you define consciousness
1: um i i define consciousness as that seed of life Mm -hmm. is that 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 seeds that created all there is and we all share that one seed? Um, there's an analogy that um i've heard once from dr wayne dyer who i love And he talks about something along the lines of um, having an apple pie and then cutting a slice, putting it on a plate. And then he asks, is this still an apple pie? Yes, it is. It looks like it's separate from the whole, but it is still an apple pie with the same ingredients. Mm -hmm. And so the, the one consciousness is that seed that created all and we see we perceive ourselves as separate slices of apple pie but we actually come from that whole.
0: uh-huh makes sense
1: and so if i add the consciousness factor to the dimensions each dimension has a different level of consciousness and when i say level i'm not necessarily saying it's better or worse it's just lower and higher mm-hmm. we here in the 3d one of the characteristics of the 3D level of consciousness is that we see things through duality. Yes. So that's why we might feel like the lower one is is bad and the, the higher one is better. Um, but it's kind of like the same with the chakras. You know, like your lower chakras, they're not worse than your upper chakras. They're just connecting you to your primal needs, your humanness. And the upper, the three upper chakras, they're connecting you to to the, spiritual realms. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of the same. And actually, each dimension is connected to um, a chakra. But uh, um, there is also um, from the law of one material, they talk about the density of consciousness. So like, instead of like third, 3d being the the 3d third dimensional level of consciousness, they talk about the third density of consciousness. Mm -hmm. So it's a different terminology. I think it's like, I think it's the same. I, I see it as the same thing, but just like a different way of explaining things. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they talk about seven, seven densities of consciousness, which yes. are literally related to the seven main chakras.
0: Right. And then the, the Ra is a part of a social memory complex who is in sixth uh, density right now. Yeah. Yes. Amazing yes. material, and- by the way. <laughs> I love listening I, to Aaron Eapke when he talks about
1: it. <laughs> yeah, me too. I've learned a lot from him. And he, he was actually a guest on my podcast. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that, those differences between densities and, and dimensions. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he talked about, or the law, of mat- the law of one material talks about going into the fourth density, which is where we are now, from third density into fourth density as a, as a planet, Mm -hmm. It's the equivalent to going from 3D to 5D, 5D 5D consciousness, yeah. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Because then you transcend time, right? Like uh, three dimension, it's basically a a dimension where you still have, you know, uh, past, present and future. You know, then you raise above it and you, you, all you see is like everything is one so that you transcend time. Time is no longer linear, like you said, right? And yeah. that, that will bring you to five dimension, fifth dimension. Yeah.
2: Right?
0: Yeah. When you transcend, yeah. transcend time. Yeah.
2: Um
0: Yeah. Very interesting. So then let's talk about nine uh dimensions.
1: I yeah.
0: From one to nine.
1: Yeah. Um it, the 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 Pleiadians who are higher dimensional beings, they are actually the gatekeepers of the fifth dimension. Um, a lot of this information I get from this book called The Alchemy of Nine Dimensions mm-hmm. um, by Barbara Hand who channeled all this information from the Pleiadians. So they actually talk about 26 dimensions in all. mm mm-hmm. But they say that we as human beings right now, like in this present moment, in this physical form, we have the capacity to access nine dimensions of consciousness. And so we're not necessarily talking about accessing the the dimensions themselves, Mm -hmm. but the level of consciousness of each dimension. So I think that's something to, to, it's important to make the difference clear we're not accessing the first dimension, as in going to the center of the Earth. We are just accessing with our energetic system right. because we we have that capacity. So, an example that I always like to give is going. Just going back to that definition of consciousness, like if I am I am consciousness, um, and everything else is, then a rock is also consciousness, mm-hmm. right? But there is a difference between the rock and us. The rock has a 2D level of consciousness and it doesn't have that capacity to to go, oh, I'm gonna awaken and I'm gonna expand my consciousness, right? But we do. So the agents say we have been perfectly and divinely designed to access different dimensions, so we are multi-dimensional beings, so we are really powerful
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> in that sense and we're we're actually the gatekeepers of the 3d it's because mm-hmm. of us that the third dimension can be sustainable and can evolve right and so we the way we can access um, those dimensions that they, they, they vary but um, so maybe we should start from the from the first one, and I mentioned a little bit about it. So that first one is the iron core crystal in in the center of the Earth. It's gravity, and we don't really have to do much to access that dimension other than just acknowledge it, because we are always in 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 connection with it through gravity. It's like it's because of the first dimension that we are here that we are grounded and we're connected to, to mother earth. Mm-hmm. And the other thing too, is that we have iron in our blood. So this is a connection. We also have tiny crystals in our pineal gland. Mm-hmm. So this is what's connecting us to that intelligence of the first dimension. And the second dimension it's to do with the elementals and the micro So they actually... In- interact with us here so anything that comes from from the underworld and the best example i can give you is when you think of a tree so you think of the roots of the tree you know going downstream that's connected to the second dimension and then the trunk is here in the third third dimension and the branches and leaves are already connected to the fourth dimension because it's going upstream Mm Uh, And the way we connect with it is um, actually we have our own second dimension, which is our inner body. So everything that's happening inside of us, it's what, like, I like to say our own second dimension. Mm -hmm. And we interact always with nature. So when you're connecting with nature, whether you're swimming in the ocean or just grounding, putting your bare feet on the ground. Um, And also I I mean, there are many ways, and I'm not going to talk about all of this, not just like the basics, but for me, I, I love to connect with the second nature, second dimension by, through, through eating, because everything that grows from the second dimension, that grows from any, anything that's plant-based, it's also consciousness, and you're putting that energy and that consciousness in your own second dimension, in your inner body
0: very
1: good yeah um and then we have the third third dimension in the 3d level of consciousness is what we experience here and so some of the characteristics is what we know is the duality of things you know good bad um dark light light, um and the, the separation as well you know we i am separate from you um you are in a different country in a different time zone um and we experience the ego as well, so it's almost like we were talking about incarnation when we incarnate here in the three d world we forget we forget that we are consciousness, we forget that we forget our divinity mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we go through that veil of forgetfulness, but that's part of the process of being in this game and playing the three d um, game
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so um when we, one of the reasons why the 5D is so much in the spotlight is because it's literally the opposite of everything we experience here. Mm-hmm. So, here we experience duality and separation, in 5D, it's there's non duality and there's oneness.
0: So, there is no 4D. It's like basically 4D, it's in between.
1: Yeah, there is 4D, and actually, 4D is is really crucial too because. So the three D is the lit the ROM of linear space and time. The four D yes. is the realm of the collective mind and feelings. Yeah. Okay. And so and so all of the history, all of the traumas, all of your thoughts and my thoughts and my you, feelings. It's in the in the four D. And again, it's also where the time time becomes nonlinear mm-hmm. and it's where the Akashic records are too. So if Mm -hmm. anybody is familiar with the Akashic records is the, I like to call it the library of the universe, which Mm -hmm. is where we have all the records of our lifetimes and our um, history. Mm -hmm. And it's also where um, the, the global elite, which could be, Seen as the, the the people in power that we perceive, um, that's related to um, religion and politics and media. That's where they operate from, mm-hmm. because it's the collective mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's there's a lot a lot to talk about that, but in in a nutshell, um, we've been we've been here in the third dimension for, for the last few thousands of years. Um, And we think that this is the only dimension there is. And that's why we've seen so much of darkness and terrible things happening because in ancient times, they knew the power of the lower realms Mm -hmm. and the higher realms. So Mm -hmm. they were very much connected with nature. So for instance, you know, indigenous tribes, the Mayans, um, Egyptians, the Atlanteans, they, they were very much connected with nature and they were very much connected with the higher realms too. But we've been in this sort of mass control, mass manipulation where they want us to keep us just in the sandwich here in the 3D. We, they don't want us to expand and move up or down.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so they op- operate from the four d because that 's where the collective mind is so right. when we when we 're talking about it, and i there are a lot of people talking about this nowadays, you know, but when you think of like the media um controlling yeah. us, they know the game, so like they know they actually know what 's going on beyond three d and they don't want us to expand our consciousness. They don't want us to to break through the three D matrix.
0: Because they are lost in their own illusion, right? They are lost in their own illusion, and uh, pers- pers- like according to Ra, like it would be negatively polarized beings, mm-hmm. right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and these negative polarized beings, they know the game, mm-hmm. like they know how things work, mm-hmm. but they they choose to be the the in the to, go through the negative polarity route. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can find that inner power, that um, ability that we have to expand and break through the 3D matrix illusion. Mm-hmm. And, and that is very much related to the um, the sacro and the solar plexus chakra too. So the solar plexus chakra below the heart is connected to the fourth dimension and it has to do with power. Right. But it's not the power that we see as in, I am the president and I am the ruler of this world. It's the the inner power that you can heal yourself, that you can expand your consciousness. And so when that's balanced, we can also break through the 4D matrix. Right. And how we experience the 4D in a more practical um, term is when we're doing the healing work. Mm-hmm. So it's when we're doing the shadow work, when we're like getting all that shadow in our lives and bringing it, bringing it to light and we're taking um, our power back.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Does that make sense?
0: It does. Yeah. For me, it totally does. Because like I said, it's um uh, um once your consciousness evolves to a certain level it's like when you listen to something or read something you know raw material listening to you it's like remembering what you already know
2: <laughs> yeah
0: kind of thing it resonates with you so much it's like as if you're literally remembering it you know
1: Hmm. Hmm. yes so that's why yeah. you know
0: sometimes some people might say oh this is like i can understand what is it about and you know i can't read this book it just means you're, you're not ready for it you know it's um there has to be something happening which will help you to evolve to the level where you will understand and, and like resonate with it right
1: <laughs> yes absolutely and sometimes you just don't have the words
0: mm-hmm. for it sure.
1: and <laughs> yeah. and we experience something and then sometimes you hear a podcast or whatever and you go oh that makes sense and you have that aha moment and i always say when you have that aha moment is your your consciousness just being a little more expanded
0: yes it's like you're receiving more signals instead of keeping your antenna just in the boundary of your body and your mental structures that's within your ego you know yeah. you you the, you expand your capacity to receive signals from uh you know <laughs> a bigger uh, I a bigger amount of signals, basically, right?
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. And and it, there are different ways to express those things, too. You know, I always like to, to bring it back to, like, your individual journey and your in, individual life because sometimes, you know, I, I'm talking about dimensions and consciousness and people just go like, I, I don't get it. But we were just talking in the beginning of the talk about awakening so that is when you start to realize that there is more than this 3d rom there's more than my physical body there is there are energetic forces around me Mm -hmm. right so that's you just expanding your consciousness from 3d to 4d and then Mm -hmm. when you get to 4d and you start sometimes you go through a dark night of the soul and that's how we awaken We feel the pain or we revisit traumas, but we are bringing all that shadow into light so that we can heal. And I actually think that the healing journey is not necessarily like to heal something that's been broken in us, but it's just the journey into the remembrance of who we truly
0: are. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like we at the beginning, we spoke one consciousness breaks itself into multiple like so many pieces and those pieces are going through different basically from like first density into the highest density until they remember where they are coming from right
1: Mm -hmm. yes yes so it's the same concept with with dimensions
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so we touched on uh 4d um you did a great job explaining that (laughs) a little bit on 5d Um, maybe let's finish up with the 5D and then discuss the 6D.
1: Yeah. So the the, the 5D, so once you break through the 3D matrix and then you break through another matrix, which is the 4D matrix, you find that oneness. The 5D is the realm of love and oneness. So again, it's all of the opposite of what we experience here. Mm -hmm. So... It is all about unity consciousness. It's all about unifying the feminine and the masculine, you know, the dark and the light, um the, the, the polarities that exist here becomes just one mm-hmm. there. And so there are some characteristics um, of the 5D, one of them being non duality, uh presence and nonlinear time so how we experience 5d here is when when we're present mm-hmm. so whenever you you experience moments of full presence you are experiencing a 5d level of consciousness mm-hmm. um, surrender trust and abundance so there is no lack there is no control there is no fear um and it's also very very much very very much connected to the heart center Mm -hmm. so we were talking about the chakras being related to the dimensions the 5d is the heart is the heart chakra so whenever you're doing that healing work right so going back to like our individual life and how we experience that level of consciousness you're doing that healing work and you're opening up your heart and you're centering yourself in your heart The heart chakra is really the bridge between the three lower chakras and the upper chakra. So this is something that um, Law One talks a lot about, too, because they talk about fourth density and the fourth chakra is the heart chakra. Mm -hmm. Um, It gets a little bit confusing when we're talking about numbers because the 5D is not the fifth chakra. (laughs) It's the fourth (laughs) chakra. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I don't want to confuse you, but it's it's just think of five d as love and heart. So whenever you, you you do that healing work, you you do that work on forgiving, on healing your grief, healing your traumas, opening up your your heart to love yourself, to accept yourself. So that's a very um, key thing when we experience that love for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we can we can expand, emanate that love outwardly to everything and everyone. That is 5D. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I think it's important to, to point out is that we are not going to get rid of the 3D and the 4D level of consciousness. We're just expanding them. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes people ask me like, are you, ju- are you living in, in 5D consciousness? And it doesn't quite work like this. You, once you sort of break through the 3D and 4D and you're, you experience 5D, you have moments where you experience 5D, moments where you experience 3D. Yes.
2: Because
1: the 3D is not bad, you know, it's just what it is. Then you realize yep. that, well, I am a human being. And I'm going to embrace my humanness and I'm going to embrace this temporary experience and I'm going to embrace my life. And we have things that we have to deal with here. You know, Mm -hmm. linear time and space is real for us. Mm -hmm. You are there and I'm here. You're in a different time zone. Yeah. (laughs) If I want to see you in person, I have to get a flight.
2: (laughs) Yes.
1: And so I hope that this makes it clear because it's not that you're just going to you know, do the healing and expand your consciousness, and then you're just going to live in 5D, you're going to have moments where you can live, where you're going to live in 5D moments where you're going to be in 3D. And if there are moments where you're in the 3D sort of negative side of it, you know, uh, experiencing the ego's drama or feeling separate and, and feeling fear and lack and all of that, when you when you have a more expanded consciousness, you you become more aware of that, so you're able to switch it.
0: Yes, yeah, I noticed that too. You know, it's not like um, you never had bad moods or something. It's like you have access to exit it, and yeah. you are exiting it by just observing it because you can become a witness <laughs> yeah. of what you think of your thoughts. You know, you're don't you're not identified with your thoughts anymore. If that yes. makes.
1: Yes. And it's also um, you allow yourself to feel those yes, things totally. without without judgment. And I think that's an, a really important part of the process um, because sometimes we get Especially like in the spiritual community, we sometimes feel like we have to be good vibes only and <laughs> yeah. high vibes only and that that's a dangerous place because then you're bypassing your human experience and you don't want to yeah. bypass your 3D experience. You just want to yeah. expand it.
0: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Totally, um, you know, it's um, it's very good point that you made. That it's not like you; it's embracing everything. It's not excluding. It's embracing everything, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Um. Uh, so now let's talk about six D.
1: Yes, um, I, I'm going to go back to the chakra system um, and um, parallel uh, because when we open our hearts and we when we work on our heart chakra the upper chakras become instantly available Mm -hmm. Um, we as a society have been living a lot um, with the lower chakras imbalanced um, and that's what's happening with earth now like mother earth is going into a higher dimension or a higher density of consciousness and that's the heart um When you are able to expand your consciousness and live mostly from a 5D level of consciousness the the higher dimensions become available too. it's almost like that that channel that you open. so I really see like the heart chakra or the 5D as that that bridge and most importantly that portal
2: mm-hmm. that
1: opens yourself to exploring higher dimensions. And so it's almost like I could just say, you just have to work on your heart chakra and that's it, you know, (laughs) because it really is um, super powerful because it also aligns your lower chakras too. Mm -hmm. And so it's just fun to explore the higher dimensions. Um, The 6D is the realm of sacred geometry. And so that's where divine creativity is. So everything that's created in the three D world has already been created in the three D. In six D. In six D. Yes. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. when you how how this uh, is experienced by us is when we're um, channeling, when when we have ideas, when yeah. we're writing, and when we when we're drawing and painting. And we're just having those downloads after downloads yes right and that happens like i'm sure to everybody
0: sometimes it takes you up and you just you know you're you, you can't explain it right
1: <laughs> yes you're just like i don't know where that came from <laughs> and so maybe it came from the 6D. so it's it's to do with that divine creativity um so this is one of the ways that we can connect with 60 is creating channeling writing also yoga because we're actually doing geometry with our body, um, and then the seven D is the safe, is the realm of sacred sound. So mm-hmm. then it's the frequency, and it's been proved scientifically that sound creates geometry. There's this thing called cymatics. Um, if anyone looks it up on YouTube, it's just amazing. It's like mm-hmm. the frequencies of the sound actually create geometry on um, sand
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, and sound is very healing as well so you know when you experience a sound bath or even like music when you're meditating with we're talking about all those frequencies that are connected to uh, love and and the chakras this is all seventh dimension it's it's related to sound Mm -hmm. and then the eighth dimension is the realm of light and so it, it really, when you think of like going from, from eight down, it's like light creates sound because sound is light. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. And
1: then sound creates geometry.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then love is the glue that connects it all. Uh-huh. And then we are created. We have a mind and then we're created in this physical world. Yeah. um and so the eighth dimension is the energy of light that's the the less one of the less dense dimensions um it is also the god god's consciousness mm-hmm. because it it's really where it comes uh, the source not it's not the source yet of it all but when we're talking about this like this galaxy that's you know the source of the creation and then 9d is actually the black hole of the Milky Way. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And it's sort of like the beginning of the creation of this galaxy and all the other galaxies as well. Mm -hmm. So imagine that we are in the Milky Way, we have these nine dimensions, but there are other galaxies that also have those nine dimensions. And like the first dimension in the other planets and the other galaxies are the same as ours and it's all connected.
2: Mm-hmm. Would you say
0: Black Hole would be like Akashic Records for the galaxy?
1: It's interesting that you point that out because the Ak- Akashic Records, from my research, it's on the fourth dimension because it's the collective mind and feelings right. and like nonlinear time. Mm-hmm. But also, the Pleiadians say that it's also in the first dimension because if you imagine the first dimension as being cosmic energy being solidified
0: into matter.
1: into matter and so it contains that cosmic intelligence and that's why we are so drawn to crystals
2: mm-hmm.
1: so crystals is one of the ways that we can connect with the first dimension is that cosmic intelligence in that in that physical um object but i've also heard that it's on the eighth dimension as well the akashic okay. records mm-hmm. and so the way i the way i interpret it is i i feel like the akashic records are like fluid and they are in different dimensions and i i feel like the fourth dimension akashic records are the closest to us here in in the mm-hmm. 3d mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. so yes i've heard it is on the eighth dimension but you know the ninth dimension it for me in the beginning, it was very co- confusing. I like I didn't understand much. I was just like, what is the ninth dimension? It's just the black hole. But and also because it's the realm of time. And so this is th- that puzzled me so much for, for a while because I was like, I cannot understand how time is above light and sound and geometry and love. Like, that's yeah. not possible, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. But um, I understand today that, you know, the, the, so the black hole is when a giant star collapses and it creates that vertical axis um, from a, a singular point that's called singularity. So that singularity distorts time and space. Mm-hmm. And it creates a vertical axis So if you imagine the nine dimension being created Mm -hmm. and then that vertical axis just spiraling down to the first dimension and as it spirals it down, it creates things.
2: Mm,
1: And so then time is created and it's a different um, perception. It's nonlinear. It becomes linear in the 3D, but it exists. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of mind blowing to think because time like we we think that time is an illusion but time is real because without time and space there is no manifestation and there is no evolution.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Um you know in a, in a Hindu tradition or in the east they talk about kala which is uh, space and time. Um, and uh, then there is uh, Maha Kala, which is great time. That's the when it's like existence, It's just existence, there is no time. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: Kala is where physical manifestations are possible. And then Maha Kala is from where everything begins. Mm-hmm.
1: That so. could be a, a, another version of the 9D. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, and um, in the Law of One, uh, Ra also talks about the black hole mm-hmm so we did talk about it in the in the podcast too and and so we were trying like to find parallels between the nine dimensions and the seven densities of consciousness and so yeah it's mm-hmm. it's it's kind of for me it's still like mind-blowing you know to think that you know one singular point created all and it is space and time distorted in a way Mm -hmm. so so like here in the 3d we are experiencing time and space in a distorted way not like in a negative way but it's distorted from that origin from that original point
0: Mm -hmm. yeah oh olga is saying hello guys yeah if anybody has any questions um you know feel free to ask we'll Answer them to our best <laughs> ability, you know. <laughs> um, so let's uh talk about you know, you mentioned chakras uh, a few times, uh, and you know, um, I know that there are still a lot of people who are skeptical about chakras, even right? So, nothing wrong with that. I guess it, it, uh, it just takes um, your inner experience to uh, to feel that level because it's like so non physical, so. Like, it's, um, you have to be so sensitive to that type of energy to be able to feel it. So, uh, let's, uh, in a nutshell, talk about uh, chakras and, uh, you know, how the transition happens and evolution of consciousness as per seven chakras.
1: Yeah. It's it's so amazing to think that, you know, the, everybody is connected through the chakras. We are connected through the chakras Planet Earth has chakras, and these points are actually what connects us to the universe and to those higher dimensions or lower dimensions. But the way we experience them um, is in our bodies, and so this, there are there are more than seven, but we talk we talk about the seven main ones because we can actually yeah. find them in our physical body. And so when we, it's very much related to the expansion of consciousness too, because when you are living from a more unconscious um, state of awareness and you you think that, you know, this 3d world is all there is that I just need to work, survive, make money and, Sometimes it can be imbalanced, and we think of, you know, being greedy and having power over things and just becoming, you know, the most powerful person. This is all related to, to the lower chakras. So the root and the base of the spine and the sacral and the solar plexus. And if you're just living from these three lower chakras, it means you're just living from the 3D level of consciousness and then life can be a really can be really difficult because then you're not yeah you're, it's just going to be limited maybe not difficult but just very limited because you what think that the this suffering,
0: is suffering i would say right like it's it's going to be a lot of self created suffering right
1: absolutely and i like that you brought that up because like pain is inevitable in this experience we all will experience we have experienced and we will experience some kind of pain. And when you experience pain and you're just living from your lower chakras, that's very challenging because it's it's devastating. You just let the pain take over you. Mm-hmm. And so when you start to work your way up and in the solar plexus, again, there's this um, energy of willpower mm-hmm. of, you you can take your life, you can be responsible for your healing. You can take your life by the hands and be like, I'm going to have a good life. I'm going to transcend that pain. I'm going to, you know, be the best version of me. And that's when you start doing that healing work and you start, sometimes it doesn't even look like healing work. It looks like self-development. You know, you start becoming more interested in different topics. You start, um, having a better diet you start Mm -hmm. exercising you know because you start loving yourself more and then that's when you're moving your way up through the heart chakra which has to do with that love that you are that we all are and it takes work you know it takes work to really feel all of your emotions and revisit your traumas not because you want to be stuck in the past but because you want to heal them you want to let go of that that train that that chain that's keeping you stuck Mm -hmm. in in the duality of this 3d world and so again when you work on the on the heart chakra then you become more authentic that's the throat chakra you become more creative you express yourself in 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 a more authentic way so that's you becoming more in touch with your true self and that's it that is the portal to connecting with your intuition with the spiritual realm which is the third eye and the crown chakra so it's really moving up it is possibly possible to work on your upper chakras without doing the heart chakra work but that's kind of what a spiritual ego wants you to do mm-hmm. you know and it's not quite um, it doesn't have the foundation for that, for those upper chakras to really function the way they should. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Very interesting. And would you touch more on the spiritual ego?
1: Yeah. Well, we all have an ego. So the ego is very, is a very, uh, very 3d. It's a characteristic. So when we incarnate here, we're given an ego. There you go. <laughs> and, <laughs> The ego sees everything in a dual mode. The ego wants you to vibrate in fear and be stuck in the past, be stuck in the future. I think what happens with the spiritual ego is that sometimes, so I, I always talk about the Trinity of spiritual journey and that's the awakening, healing and expansion. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily linear. But when you awaken, and that would be like the catalyst for the spiritual journey, you awaken to that reality, to that truth inside of you that you're more than this physical body, that you're more than, there's more than this 3D world. And so initially, it's like the world is so much, so much more vibrant and so much more colorful. And oh my God, light and peace and love. Oh my God, love myself. I love, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs)
1: And then it's very exciting, like you feel invincible. It's like mm-hmm. the world is so much better because you, you open your eyes, you are awakened. But then you realize that the next pillar in that Trinity is, doing, is, is the healing, is the undoing of all the programming that you've been um, put into yeah, in this absolutely. world. And that's when sometimes people are like, Oh, I don't I don't know if I really want to do shadow work. <laughs> you know, that's too much work. Yeah. I don't know if I wanna feel all of those emotions that are inside of me, and and that's when the spiritual ego comes in because it's very sneaky, you know, and then it wants you to believe that you are awakened, you are woke AF, but you're not actually doing the work to, to transcend that, that ego. And so then that ego becomes the spiritual ego. You become that spiritual person, but in reality, you're not actually doing the work to, um, let's say, move through your heart chakra. You might just want to be connected with your third eye into the spiritual world on a surface level. Right. And so, the spiritual ego tricks you into believing that you are super spiritual that you are high vibes only, but deep down inside, you still need to do some work. Mm-hmm. but if you 're letting your spiritual ego lead the way, and obviously you don 't know because the ego is very smart <laughs> yeah. then you you it could you could be sort of back to that same three d consciousness,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: masked as spiritual. Very
0: interesting. Does that make sense? It does, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, yeah, it does. <laughs> um, so I know that uh, in uh, Law of One material, uh, Ra talks about the energetic signature uh, of, um, you know, every being and uh, that how it impacts the, uh, what situations and people we attract to our life, um, would you be able to talk about you know when we talk about different chakras and once uh, you know like the, the seven chakras like basically the uh, when <laughs> i don't know how to explain it, but basically it has every being has its own uh, individual unique energetic signature based on which they attract certain things situations and people. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, some people, when they start feeling how the balance, how balanced their chakras are, they can actually adjust the signature so that they can change the realities they attract and the realities they live. Um, mm. do you know what I mean?
1: Yes, it makes sense. I'm not familiar with that part of the, the law of one, but it, it makes sense that when you I think that when you change your energy, you know, when you start aligning your chakras, when you start doing the healing work and living from a heart center place, you, your reality will change. Mm-hmm. And you will you will attract the life that you desire and, and the people that are connected, um, that are matching your vibration. Um, Although I also think that sometimes that that's not always the case. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that sometimes you do attract people that are attracted to you because you, you um, have something that they don't have, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that in a way we can, you can be a match in that sense. Um, if if you have like a really open heart and somebody wants to maybe they they're not aware of that but they want to have that open heart they might be very much attracted to you because they can feel that and this is all this is all happening in the energetic fields like sometimes we're not aware of those things mostly when we do this kind of spiritual work we more and more become more uh, aware of the this subtleties this energy dynamics but yeah i do believe that you when you change your energy you change your thoughts you change your life um your reality becomes the reality that you build that you see but i also think that sometimes you attract either people that sort of are attracted because you have you have something that they don't have or mm-hmm you also attract situations and events in your life that are what you need for your evolution. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, sometimes we get a little bit, um, we might have that idea that, you know, like now that I'm doing all this work, I'm just gonna have all the abundance in the world, everything's gonna be amazing. Yes, I believe that life can be, is amazing just as it is now if you're connected with the present moment. But sometimes you might come across things that you thought, mm, I don't know why this is happening to me, but that's just a little, you know, a little challenge, a little lesson that is, is for you. And maybe when it happens, you don't know that it's for you. Maybe you just think this is not fair. You know why it's happening to me or why did I attract that person? But there, the external is always trying to Um, teach you something that you need to evolve internally.
0: Internally. Very good. Okay. Well, I know it's a little bit over an hour. um, So let's wrap up the discussion with, um, you know, what would you recommend people who would want to um, evolve on their spiritual journey and would want to, um, you know, um, see, world in higher dimensions and in higher densities um you know but they feel like they haven't um they don't know where to start um so what would you recommend doing
1: yes well i think that if anybody's listening to this podcast until now they're probably already in the (laughs) spiritual path (laughs) right
0: how many people we have five listeners right now (laughs) um
1: but i would say that um you know like i said the trinity of spiritual journey you know the awakening is really like the first step but um i think that for you to have a consistent spiritual journey and a consistent expansion of your consciousness um it is crucial that you have a spiritual practice mm-hmm. and there are many different types spiritual practices many different ways that you can um, have a spiritual practice and if anybody's new to this you can just be curious and experiment with different types of spiritual practices it doesn't have to be only meditation it doesn't have to be breath work it doesn't have to be sound healing it doesn't have to be only journaling it can be a mix of all of that but i do believe that it's important to have a consistent daily practice The same way that you want to exercise because you want to take care of your body, you know, the same way that you want to listen to a podcast or read a book or just work on your mental health. It's all one thing, you know, like the other trinity, the mind, body and spirit is it, they're all connected. It's not linear either. So we are now as a collective, I truly believe focused on um, unifying those three, too, because we've been very much focused on the mind, on the intellect, and on the body. But now it's like when uh, when you connect those two with the spirit, it becomes one thing, you know, and you also, you're very aware of where you need to focus on. So it could be that, you know, you may be doing so much spiritual practice, so much spiritual work that you need to actually ground yourself and do more physical work.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. It could be that you're doing so much physical work and so much spiritual work that you need to work on your m- mental health or in your mind a little bit to be a little bit more grounded. Mm-hmm. So I think that for me, that would be like the main tip is just to find what works for you. Experiment with different practices be curious. I mean, there's so much available nowadays with YouTube, you know, like I started meditating with guided meditations on YouTube, you know, and Mm -hmm. today I put out guided meditations on YouTube and insights here on Instagram. So there are so many um, avenues that you you can take. Um, But I just I just think it's important to be curious, experiment and be consistent. And the more consistent you are, you will notice that anything is a spiritual practice. Mm-hmm. So I, you're gonna take a shower, that's a mindful practice. You're gonna be cooking, you're present in that moment. That's a 5D level of consciousness experience. Mm-hmm. You're just present in the moment, cooking that beautiful food with that beautiful energy and that consciousness that you're gonna put inside your body. You're going to go for a walk in the park. That's a spiritual practice. You start more and more becoming that spiritual being that you are embodied in this human form.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. So yeah, it's like feeling connected in the moment, wherever, whatever you're doing, wherever you are, but you're 100% there, you know, because very often, you know, physically we can be in one place, but then our mind is taking us, whether in the path, or in the future you know yeah. we are we, we are not admiring the food we're eating you know we're not admiring you know how the water touches your skin when you're taking a shower you know like all those little moments that might be very um funny for the skeptical mind to look at mm-hmm. you know but 5d that's what it is you know when you are in unity with anything you come in contact with
1: yes i love that and then you realize that, you know, like living from a 5D level of consciousness or, you know, the higher ROMs, all of this consciousness in the universe is actually inside of you. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's those little moments that you have that presence, that bliss, that you experience the oneness, you experience consciousness in you. Mm-hmm. And I would even add that it might—it's not going to be always like that. But the more you practice awareness, and the and awareness is really the key. When you have that awareness, like you said, you become the observer. Mm-hmm. And so, you can even be feeling whatever you're feeling, but you're mm-hmm. observing. You're you're not identified with that thought or with that
0: emotion. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Will. A, it was a wonderful conversation. Thank I really you. appreciate your time, really appreciate your, uh, you know, uh, initiative to, to share your knowledge and insight. Um, you know, for our followers, let them know how they can find you, what, uh, you know, what they um, should do to, to get in touch with you. You know, maybe some of them would like to use your help on their own spiritual journey.
1: Well, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. I appreciate your your time as well and you, your invitation. Um, I'm here on Instagram, and um, you can find me under my name, Will Caminada, and on YouTube. And I'm also an Insight Timer. I do I I upload a lot of like meditations and channeled messages, um, and I do live talks there as well. I talk a lot about the 90 there. Um, I also have a podcast. It's my name too. So you can find that on Spotify and Apple podcast. And yes, and at the moment, I'm actually, um, I've just launched a five week program that's all about 5D consciousness So, like every week we're looking more in depth on those topics that I touched on, like non duality or presence in nonlinear time. Um, so render abundance, heart center, and so that's available um two weeks we're in the second week that's already available on youtube um so there is a portion of that that's free, and then there is a portion that that is paid where you can have more more content and and I also do breathwork sessions in the program, and every month I have a class. Um, so next class is going to be next Sunday. You're invited. Um, oh, thank you. Every, every class, there's a different theme. Um, and this this month is self-love and
0: self-acceptance. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you again. And uh, thanks to everyone who listened to our conversation. It was a pleasure and we'll be in touch.
1: Thank you so much. Much love to you.
0: Much love to you too. Yeah.
1: Bye-bye. Bye.